Solara Star is a UK-based advanced law of attraction teacher trainer, coach, public speaker, and leading wellness expert. She will share life-changing wisdom about the law of attraction and how you can use this powerful universal law to build a foundation for bigger and bolder manifesting results. It is time to create the life you deserve, and with Solara's help, you will. How to manifest your desires by embracing the law of opposites. I am Solara Starr, your law of attraction coach and spiritual mentor, and I help you master your manifestations and your life. And I feel very, very honored to bring forth this particular show today as the information I'm going to be sharing with you is a massive game changer in pretty much every area of your life. If you learn this tool, understand why this tool is important, you can change the course of any situation at any time. So in order to be able to share with you this really profound wisdom, it is important for me to share with you a bit of backstory, how I learned this. And of course, as I share that with you, you'll learn a little bit about yourself along the way at the same time. So this particular piece of information, or this, this wisdom, if you like, this learning, this lesson came to me around about 2012. And I have been working with it ever since. Just for complete transparency, I don't always get it right. And you'll see what I mean the more I share. But in the main, this has been a massive game changer. And I remember one morning, it was a really, really rainy morning around about November uh, 2012. And I was walking up my drive and we had quite a long drive at that point. And the rain was hammering down around me. I felt really low. I felt defeated. And I knew that there needed to be more than the information that I was getting. And I knew that there needed to, to be more than just the intellectual understanding that I had of the law of attraction. I understood that thoughts become things, like energy attracts like energy. I understood all of that intellectually about the various levels of consciousness, about the, the journey of the soul. But quite frankly, I needed something practical to help me shift. I seem to be repeating so many old patterns and so many old cycles. And, and even though I knew a lot, I hadn't quite got myself to the point where I was able to embody the wisdom. But, and actually, I didn't even really know what embodiment meant either. I just knew that I wasn't able to break through to the levels that I wanted to break through to. And I felt so frustrated that my outer reality wasn't changing, like despite all the work that I was doing. And as I was dragging those bins behind me, you know, feeling like my emotions and my life was packed to the brim, just like they were, I heard this lovely little whisper as I was walking up the drive and I heard the word Kabbalah. And I hadn't really heard of the Kabbalah before. I knew like a couple of celebrities were potentially into it, but I didn't really know what it was. So because this was such a powerful message that I got, and I hadn't had a message in that way before, I, I kind of like almost threw the bins into um, position. And I just ran back to the house and I started to Google immediately. And it was almost like it was this sign from the universe pointing me in a certain direction. And this is really important for us to remember, like we will get the universe will repeat things a few times or, you know, we'll suddenly get this inspiration, this, this moment where we just have to follow something. We don't understand why. So when I returned to the house, I went straight to my laptop and that's when my journey of the game of opposites began. 
of course, as usual, you kind of like get loads of multiple search options, but there was one particular one that I was really drawn to. And I'm so pleased that I landed on this particular one because the love and the energy that this particular Kabbalah Center had was just so beautiful. And it was everything that I needed at that time. And I also knew that I could really do with working with somebody um, one-to-one. You know, The amount of courses I had done YouTube videos I had watched, but I didn't seem to be able to make that shift. I needed a mentor. I needed somebody that could help me. And anyway, after putting in my application a few weeks later, I was contacted by the most beautiful soul that I've ever met. Um, his name's Yehuda Goldfeiner, and he became my mentor. And actually, he's one of my dearest friends to this day. It's such a gentle, loving way about him. But the wisdom that this guy has is literally out of this world. And he shared with me a little bit about the technology of Kabbalah, which I don't really want to go into that today, but maybe we could have him on and do a show about that. But he went on to explain to me that the reason we don't have everything that we want in our lives right now is not because the universe doesn't want to give it to us. It's because we need to learn to be open to receiving it. And he was teaching me how to be an open and receptive vessel and learn to receive the abundance of the universe because it was available apparently to everybody. And I was like, well, how come I'm only getting it in some areas and some areas I'm not getting it at all? You know, so some of it did sound a little bit too simple and too good to be true. But you know what? He explained to me that actually life is really simple. We just make it like way complicated. And sometimes it doesn't come easy because the real things, the real meaningful things in life, they don't come easy, but when they come, they are so worth it. And he was going on and explaining how dedication and, and commitment is so important. And like everything in life, the energy that you put in will be indicative of what it is that you receive as a result of it. And I used to spend hours and hours on the phone to him telling about all my challenges. And at this particular point, my biggest challenge was actually relationships. I've come a long way, thank God. But at this particular point, I was in a very unhealthy relationship. You know, some might call it toxic and all other names potentially that, you know, we kind of tend to label things with these days. But, you know, by this point, I didn't really want to be in and out of relationships. I wanted to make a relationship work. And I knew that relationships took hard work and dedication. And I also became aware that there must be a part that I was playing in the demise of the relationship, but I didn't really know what to do to make it better, how to make it work. I just knew that there was a lot of reactivity. There was zero communication. We were both very defensive and everything generally tended to stay unresolved. And quite often there'd be days of awkward silences, you know, followed by me trying to find ways to break the mood and it only seemed to make things worse in all fairness. And it was a really, really challenging time. So there were other things that then began to be affected. Relationship between him and my daughter, I constantly felt in the middle. I constantly felt like I was trying to keep the peace. And it was just a very, very separate existence. And after a while, my body became ill. It became very, very ill. And at that point, even though I knew a lot about the ego aspects of self, what the teachings of Kabbalah and Yehuda's amazing delivery taught me, it gave me such a deep understanding of the purpose of the ego. And it helped me to see that the ego is not actually a bad thing. Of course, it was born and birthed through so much pain and trauma in my life that 
this aspect of myself had to protect me, had to defend me. But unfortunately, the protection and the defense would actually create a lot of separation. So I really needed to learn how to work with my ego in a way that it was no longer creating the turmoil that I was experiencing in my life. And I remember I came downstairs um, in this particular relationship to find my partner. He was standing by the kettle. He was making a cup of coffee. And he was stirring it quite aggressively. And it was obvious that something was up. And I just felt so instantly triggered. I, I was just triggered by him all the time anyway. We had one of those very fractious relationships. We triggered each other. And I remember that after having a chat with Yehuda, my self-development task for that week was to play the game of opposites. And it involved simply doing the opposite of my ego's reactive behavior, responding to the situations with love. So if I wanted kind, loving relationships, of course, I needed to learn to become kind and loving. So you know, what my ego wanted to do was a really kind of stroppy undertone. It just wanted to say, well, what's wrong with you? You know, instead, I took a deep breath. I remembered what my task for the week. And I just said to him, are you OK? And he immediately responded aggressively. I mean, not surprising. It was just that kind of relationship for such a long time. And, and he just said, no, he said, I'm not okay. I've got shitloads to do. And my ego's response in my head just wanted to just say, well, you know, haven't we bloody well all, you know, and this is really difficult for me at this point, because I knew that I'd committed to play this game of op opposites. So once again, just completely determined to continue this game. I just lovingly replied, is there anything that I can do to help and take some stuff off your plate? I mean, this is the kind of relationship I wanted, right? I wanted us to support each other and help each other. And if we were feeling stressed in any way to, you know, be there for one another, but it just wasn't like that at all. And I have to say his response did really shock me. And he said, yep. Yeah. He said, I tell you what, he said, you can go and clear out the gutters. Oh my God, I tell you in that moment, I felt like Hulk, the anger, the who the hell do you think you are feelings bubbled and boiled inside of me. And, and I did want to respond at this point, but I was really determined. I really wanted to break all these painful patterns and cycles that just kept me locked. And I had to dig really deep. And I just dug really deep. And I said, yep, sure, my love, where's the bucket? I'll do it today. And I was really proud of myself at this point, you know, so proud of myself because I was finally overcoming the part of me that was stopping me from receiving all the amazing things that I wanted to experience in my life. How could I ever expect to receive happy and close and connected relationships or sorry, experience them if the part that I was playing in all my relationships was that of defensiveness and hurt and pain and sensitivity and reactivity and lack of ability to communicate my feelings and lack of boundaries. And oh my God, the list goes on and on. But this goes for every area of our life. So when I said that, I could literally feel my ego squirming. It was as if those words, as they left my lips, my ego wanted to scream a primal scream and loads of words that I wouldn't say live on air and he literally looked at me like I've been taken over by aliens you know as you know and that was way far from the response that I was expecting anyway it was a cold cold November day the wind was howling and I kitted myself out with rubber gloves and a bucket and you know as I was shivering I pulled the ladder out of the garage and I spent the afternoon clearing the sloppy wet moss and slush and leaves out of the guttering and I found myself actually in the center of a really profound spiritual lesson that day. 
So not only had I had the gift of me steering myself into a different direction in my relationships and starting to learn to respond with the type of love that I wanted to experience, but I also realized that actually alongside what I'd learned, there was another lesson and it wasn't really about clearing out the gutters at all, but it was about breaking old destructive pans and cycles within me. And whilst I was there, slushing and slopping all this gludge into the bucket elbow deep in muck you know my feet were numb from the cold I also realized that he had actually been clearing these gutters periodically over the years and I'd never even given it a second thought let alone shown gratitude for him doing for such um for doing such a horrible job because it was horrible awful so I did go back inside and I did feel quite humbled. There was a lot going on that particular day. And I went straight to him and I thanked him for that experience. I mean, again, he looked at me like I was a complete freak. <laughs> it's just like, what the hell? You know, has she gone absolutely mad? And I also made the point of thanking him, actually, for all the times that he had cleaned the gutters and I hadn't even noticed. So it was massive, 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 massive. And in that moment, I saw softness in him that I hadn't seen in our interactions before. And it gave me a glimpse of an alternative outcome. And from that moment onwards, I saw the importance of breaking the ego's responses and how this creates feelings of connection and warmth and gratitude. And that day, I was reminded that there is another way of being. I wanted to keep practicing this because no longer was this just information that I knew on an intellectual level, but rather, rather now I became an embodiment of this. And after lots and lots of practice, it began to become second nature. I still work on it now, and there are still times that I am reactive. But in the main, I'm so much better at recognizing aspects of my ego and learning to respond in a different way. Of course, there's a lot more to it than that. And as I kind of touched on earlier about learning to communicate in a kind way, learning to put healthy, flexible boundaries sometimes boundaries do need to be rigid depending on the topic so this particular piece of information was a game changer for me I turned around so many relationships as a result of it but not just that I started to feel more loving and kind and strong and confident within myself so how is this in relation to the law of attraction of course if we are playing a part that is keeping us locked in old patterns and cycles, of course, we're going to want to know about them, right? Because remember, the universe is 50% support. We have to show up and do the other 50%. And when we show up and do some of the, the kind of mucky work, if you like, some of the shadow work, we can start to experience some of the breakthroughs that we want to experience in our life that up until now have eluded us. So we want to raise our consciousness. We want to expand our consciousness. We don't want just want to understand this stuff on an intellectual level. We want to become it. We want to embody it. You know, we want to feel and know this wisdom on a much deeper level. And that doesn't mean that just because we know this stuff that we're going to wake up one day and everything's going to be perfect. Absolutely not. But we have tools in our toolkit that can stop us from going down those old painful patterns and those old roads time and time again, which just leave us feeling lonely, defeated, tired out. 
and the energy that I experienced as a result of this. And then I started doing it in more areas of my life. And like I said, everything started to get better as a result. And my outer reality shifted and started to reflect my internal world. And there was this much deeper connection with myself, making it easier to connect with other people, but also making it easier to connect with my own internal wisdom as well. So the game of opposites is probably going to be one of the most important games that you can play. So it's looking at where am I reactive? Where am I defensive? Where am I repeating old patterns and cycles and getting your journal out and spending some time asking these very important questions? What area of my life do I really want to focus on changing and molding it into something much more beautiful? And what part am I playing in the creation of keeping it in that repetitive loop of experiences that I'm so done with experiencing? What part am I playing? And where can I, using the game of opposites, begin to change direction? So all of this, my lovely friends, is so important. I'm going to see if I can pop my pop a song in here that I wrote. I need to go into a professional recording studio. And I actually wrote this song and the music was very, very kindly done by Dominic Beaton. And I remember that this was birthed at a time when I was tired and I was so used to listening to the voice of fear that I just wanted to know what the voice of love said. I was so used to fear telling me to, you know, to kind of like be strong and I would shout and I would cry and, you know, because I listened so much to the voice of fear. But when I started asking myself, well, what would love say? And it's a bit like in my sharing with my game of opposites, I responded with love rather than responded with fear. And, you know, I think this is a really important message when it comes to us being able to change the trajectory of what it is we're experiencing. So I'll see if I can put the song in. If it's not there, oh, I, I've got to try and still figure out this platform. I'm still trying to work with, you know, figuring out how to do different things. And sometimes I get it right, sometimes I don't. So I'll see if I can put this in. If you don't hear it, then I'll see if I can play it somewhere else at some point. Um, but I just want you to know that, you know, you can step up. And yes, it does mean that you do have to be brave. And it does mean finding this courage in order to do something differently from the way that you've done it before. And you will start to notice that you will have more feelings of warmth and compassion and kindness and connection. And these are on the higher rungs of the emotional guidance scale that Esther and Jerry Hicks refer to. When we vibrate on higher frequencies, we start to attract bigger and better things into our life. Anyway, I'm going to say bye for now, but hopefully I can get the song popped on here as well. So, so stay tuned and I will be back with you the same time next week. Let me know how you found today's show. All right. Take care. Lots of love. Thanks for listening. Solara Star will be back next week with great insights into the law of attraction. In the meantime, please visit solarastar.com.